Archimax login confirmed. Welcome to the Lodge. You've accessed the LodgeCast experience. Warning, warning. Dangerous spoilers ahead. Enjoy. Episode 112, Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Hello and welcome to a very special, very exploitative B-movie edition, uh, maybe Z-movie edition, <laughs> of the LodgeCast. I'm your LodgeMaster. With me as always is Brother Bishki. Radica. Brother Lucas in the back of the edge. Yo, yo. You know him. You love him. It's Brother Zach. In the deepest, deepest heart of the valley. Oh my God. We are so deep. We're in Central, Van Nuys. Central Valley. At the plant. The plant. And we're in the parking lot. And it is scant cars at best. There's not a lot of people here, folks. I went, in, I went into the bathroom. <laughs> There's nobody in there. The employees are going to be doing cartwheels when we walk in. Oh yeah. my God. We're bringing, we're bringing the money tonight. And what a night it is. We are returning to the singular world <laughs> of Glenn Danzig for a movie called, what is this movie called, Bishki? Um, Death Rider, well, let me make sure I get it right. Get it right. Death pay the price. Death Rider in the House of Vampires. Oh, <laughs> that's a title. That is a title. And intrepid listeners will remember what what episode did we do the last Danzig joint? <laughs> episode fifty three. We went to the world premiere or L A premiere. L <laughs> A premiere uh, at the Ricardo Maldivan La Theater. Ladies and gentlemen, and ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Leopatra Entertainment <laughs> snack bar is open. <laughs> Tip your servers, ladies and gentlemen. Veronica. Veronica was the name of the movie. Yeah, Danzig was there. He was there. I don't think he's going to be here tonight no. unless he's in he a, was there a trench ta coat. Talking about f stops, people. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be at the Van Nuys plant tonight. But we got to look in the back of the theater for a trench coated, long haired, <laughs> dark sided fellow. But that was a singular experience. That was a movie that I don't think we we could have ever expected yeah. what we saw that night. Based on that, what are we expecting tonight? Zach, you particularly were tickled by the exploits of Veronica. What do you think we're in store for tonight? I just want to say how surreal this all is right now. <laughs> Lucas invited me yeah. to this Danzig joint. <laughs> and I didn't know I was like, I want to be there, but there was some, I was on the West side yep. today, which never happens. Oof. And uh, I made it hike. back through 90 minutes of traffic. Oof, yikes. I got some more work Thank done. You. And then I said, damn it, I am doing this. Yes. Uh, it and must, then, it must then, also be said, yes. this is probably the last showing of this movie. It's only playing at one time 
Yes. <laughs> and that's not a good sign because tomorrow's Thursday. This thing ain't lasting the weekend. No, folks. no, no. They're pulling it for Friday's <laughs> this is rotation. It. Yeah. So this we're in is the car. I pick, the up, I pick up Brother Lucas. I say, hey, are we meeting Bishki there? Because he had mentioned something. He says, oh, and the Lodge Master. I said, what do you mean? Oh, shit. He you said, didn't even do-. know. He said, we're doing a podcast. Yes. I said, fuck. <laughs> hey, man. Yes. We are returning to the mind of Glenn fucking Danzig. If a yes. Danzig movie is viewed and we aren't there to Lodgecast it, did it even happen? Yeah. Great Edward's <laughs> ghost. Now, that said, I am very, very nervous oh. that lightning will not strike twice. How could it? Mm-hmm. How could it? It, yeah. it rarely, if ever, does. What do we need to have happen? I need awkward zooms. I that's, need that's what I need. Gratuitous nudity. Yeah. That's got to be happening. Top at, to bottom. I need at least one adult film star acting in a vampire role. Check, with, check. With, with a lot of dialogue, heavy dramatic lifting. I need some ramshackle <laughs> spit and glue like <laughs> special effects, physical effects, now, practical effects. Now this is, if I, I don't know anything about this movie, but if it is a western, I have to assume it's a period piece. Do you think his attention to period detail <laughs> no. is going to be astute? Will they, do you mean will they be talking Stop, in French period. accents? <laughs> I think this is going to be, I think there's a few things going on here. Okay. And this is all I know. All right. Cleopatra Entertainment. I hope they're involved. Unfortunately, I think he is, he's left them in the rear view. He's parted. And he's with a, this is a bigger budget production. Oh, shit. He, George Lucas. There are more celebrities involved in this than the previous. And I'm a little concerned that there's going to be some celebrities that think they're in on the joke. Well, that, and that is a worry because there is a movie called Birdemic Shock and Terror that is another singular piece of outsider art filmmaking. And I went to an LA screening of it that was presented by Tim and Eric. The director was there. And we watched, as the director watched his movie, surrounded by, you know, too cool for school hipsters, laughing at every frame. And he didn't intend for, he thought he was the next Hitchcock. He said it was a romantic thriller. Yeah. There's not a comedy in that genre list. Romantic thriller. (laughs) And they made a sequel with a bigger budget. Maybe quintuple, septuple the budget. And... At that point, everybody around him was in on it, and right. he got in on it, uh, and he they fucked it up. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. they Glenn, fucked it up. Glenn was not in on it, as, as evidenced he, no. by the screening. We no, went no. So yeah. we have to hope that Glenn stayed true to himself, and that means shooting him like like camera operating himself. Like he <laughs> yes. he, he is literally moving the uh, the zoom himself. We just have to pray. That's yeah. all we can do at this point. And, we just and, have to pray. And in addition to prayer, if I could make one <laughs> request of you, and that as we transition mm. into the Van Nuys cinemas, yes, would you play uh, Astral Zombies by the Misfits? You know what? I can do that for you, Zach. Thank you. Everybody gets one. We also play the song for Brother Dave, who's here in spirit. Who he is make it here out in spirit Indeed. for sure. We see you, Dave. And if you haven't... Listen to our Veronica episode. Stop this one right now. That's right. Yeah. Stop it. I'm talking to you. Stop it. It's a classic. Listen to it. It's a modern classic. It's an all-timer. And then loop back around and catch us 
on the other side. We got to go in, folks. We got to get our tickets. I just just want to say one thing. We haven't Uh, been to the Regency Van Nuys, the plant, which I thought was probably out of business because Regency- Rolls off the tongue. Regency, (laughs) the Regency uh, Valley Plaza 6 closed from the pandemic. Rest in peace. Single tear down my cheek. But- we haven't been here since God's Not Dead Part 2 with wow. Sister Emily in, 20, in 2016. And when was the last time you were here, uh, I, I was Lucas? I was here in 06 to Ooh. see Billy Friedkin's Bug <laughs> yeah. oh, wow. in an empty theater. Yeah, and we're going to so. get an empty theater tonight, most likely. So we are pumped to... Uh, Hoot and holler. But if it's not empty, we will report on every stitch of what we see. <laughs> I'm predicting every mannerism, every seat shift. I'm predicting an audience similar to the Dinesh D'Souza movie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's like going to be people seeking shelter. Two Russians. <laughs> random, random Russians random getting Russians. out of their apartment because, yeah, their, their roommate's having a bad night. <laughs> All right. Masked Russians. All right. Let's we take, can't miss a frame of no, this. No, let's guys. take I'll in the it. plant. Let's, do it. let's take in the plant. Mount up. We've returned from the desert. We've returned from the house of the vampires. And oh lord, do we have a tale to tell? But before we do. Rotten Tomatoes. I can't believe Rotten Tomatoes even wants to talk about this movie, but it's, go it's, ahead. It's got a paragraph. A <laughs> mysterious death rider travels through the desert on horseback. His destination is a vampire sanctuary. Once inside, he encounters Count Holiday, the vampire lord of sanctuary who warns him against any transgressions. Blood and guns action follow as death rider tangles with some of the vampires of the sanctuary. Period. Some <laughs> That's basically it. That's basically mm. it. Mm. <laughs> Death rides into a sanctuary. So. He tussles. He's warned not to have transgressions. Oh, yeah, has a few. It. That's about it. It should and, be called uh, it should, some it, violence. It should be called Death Rider, the Sanctuary of Vampires. Yeah, with with how many times they say sanctuary in this film? They never say house once. They never say house once. No, yeah. you could do a shot every time they say sanctuary. And you would be dead by the end of this movie. <laughs> you do a shot every time they say Ryder and you'll be uh, dead within Bell. the first 10 minutes uh. or Mina Bell. So, okay, before we get into this film, heavy quotes, it's safe to say our prayers have been answered. Glenn Danzig has learned nothing about filmmaking no. between Veronica <laughs> and this. If anything, he's burrowed deeper into what his sense of how to make a film is, and it is 
like nothing else. There's nothing no. like a Glenn Danzig film. I mean, you know you're at a Glenn Danzig movie when you show up to the theater and they don't have a poster, they don't yep. have a placard. <laughs> it's Theater 7, which is Candyman, so yep. you're not sure, and you go in and we sit down. And we thought like, Candyman was going to start. Yeah. I, I was like 75% sure Candyman was yeah. going to start because, again, there's only one showtime for this. There's no signage, and we just had to trust that this movie was going to be the movie and when we saw <laughs> thank that, you that cleopatra entertainment yes sir title card company burn logo we knew we were in the right place yeah. i was so delighted when the cleopatra entertainment logo came up and there's a little sound like oh <laughs> like you've reached valhalla it was yep. professional they they put some money <laughs> the band is back together <laughs> And just to give our listeners a little picture of the theater, there were other souls. There were others. Four. Besides us four. Four. Four, four others, one, two individuals, and one couple. Yes. Yep. They were there to play. Yeah. And one individual, all I heard was fidgeting and a couple coughs. A couple coughs. The couple behind us was kind of feeling what we were laying down because we... We were having trouble keeping a straight face during this movie. We were laughing. We were sighing in complete disbelief. And they were joining us in a muffled, respectful way. And the lone rider up in front was Front row. Silent. Like, like right in front yeah. of us, which was surreal because it was like we were watching him watch the movie. It felt, <laughs> it felt very weird. He was dead silent. And LT and I watched him walk to his car alone. <laughs> And it was oh. like the theme song, Death yes. Rider Rides Alone. So that's a perfect segue. The opening song, Death Rider Rides Alone, is instantly incorrect because we see Death Rider <laughs> riding not alone, but with a topless woman with gigantic breasts riding alongside of in him. In Daisy Duke cutoffs. In, in Restrained. With in her like a gag in her mouth and her hands bound together. In reflective Daisy Duke style shorts. And this opening sequence is... Feels like twenty minutes. Yeah, it's so because it's a credit sequence. It's slow, but it's there's methodical. no credit. There's no credit. There's no credit. There's no words that come on the screen. It's just like, and at least five music minutes. stops, and then it starts <laughs> it, again. It, it felt very much like <laughs> Gus Van Sant's Jerry. You yes, know, it was just yes, it was just yes. a lot of mm -hmm. shoe leather, just a lot of walking and horse riding. And you quickly remember with Veronica, we said it seems like he's using every frame of film he had. Like he's not. <laughs> Yeah, he's Danzig also wears an editor cowboy hat on this. Many hats. And he, he wears he, every and hat. DP <laughs> and score. He's all over the place. He's a he's a jack off of all trades. Master of absolutely none. But he uses every single frame of this poor woman riding on this horse. How long did this woman? <laughs> Have to ride on this horse, my, topless. My yeah. crotch was sore just watching just them. Just watching because it was like, oh man, they are just stuck on these horses for for hours, probably and shooting they, this. Yeah, she's just keeled over for like <laughs> half the time. Just watching and they ass. were and they were genuinely in the desert. I was thinking, man, they must be so fucking far out there. Oh like I just know they went all the way. And with they it. ride through some like fake skeletons on stakes, and there's signs that say like. Go back, turn back now. Conventional cinematic wisdom would dictate that when they ride past one of these signs or one of these skeletons, you linger on the skeleton or the sign. But no, 
Danzig follows the ass of the woman. Pans. It's panning. Pans with it, zooms until they disappear behind some sagebrush, and then he cuts, and we see them in full frame walk across the frame again and again and again. And again, and then, and, then. It, and then it got even more gratuitous because there was a shot where they're riding away from camera and she's on top of the horse, but she's hunched over. She just kind of becomes incapacitated. So you're seeing this like camel toe and he just, he holds, he, he holds. holds, he holds. And you're like, oh my God, this is inappropriate. But then he just doesn't cut away. And you're like, oh my God, we're, Glenn, we're, we're here. We've Glenn, arrived. Glenn has not only learned nothing about the art of filmmaking, he has not updated his gender software at all. <laughs> it is circa 1996. Yes, he hasn't even passed the year 2000 yet. No. Yeah. He no. is completely misogynistic <laughs> and gleefully so. And only because he is so inept can you just possibly laugh at the whole thing and just be like, Grandpa Glenn's at it again. I surprised even myself bursting into laughter when there was just a burst of digi CG bats that like flew out of nowhere. Oh God. And I just, I was caught so by surprise because it was just <laughs> out bats. of the field. So, so, but before the bats. <laughs> oh yeah. Weird. So, so you mentioned that the opening is like an opening credit sequence yes, with no credits. With no credits. Then we get to the credits. Yep. Oh, 15 minutes in at least. They are, yeah, uh, right. <laughs> Feels like 15. And Maybe it was. The credits roll, and each ca each actor gets their own slate. Every actor. With a gunshot and blood. And the font is so bloody old English. You like wanted post it. Wanted poster, you, you honestly could not read it unless there's, you really know who it was. There's no music. There's no there's music. There's no music. Okay, and by the way, this sets the precedence for the aesthetic of the entire film where I was like, there should be a song here, there should be a song there. It is there are missing mag tracks. Like they forgot far, full tracks of sound. Agreed. Far more perverse than any of Grandpa Glenn's sexual picadillos is the fact that as a musician, I know, it's staggering. He doesn't play music in his movie zero he will sneak in some score every once in a while there's a not enough there's not a, huh, nearly enough huh, huh, there's a montage huh. and there's no song or score over the montage it's it's literally it's like, like you're watching a rough cut oh man yeah, yeah. It's like you're watching a rough. There's pad. not even like a wild temp track. I mean, it's just it's just completely. And we'll get to some of that shit. But yeah. the opening credits not having music is obscene. It's insane. It's wild. It's, it's insane. actually insane. It made me delirious. Actually, Dude, how did how did no one? His producer, his co-editor, how did no one say? Dan, Dan, Danzig, uh, <laughs> even if we put like number 13, you know, like anything, anything, like just anything from your library. Just can we please just lay it over this? Please? But that goes to show that no one can tell him what to do. And that's how we're getting another pure Danzig joint. Mm -hmm. There is no meddling. There are no hipsters telling him you need to rock out here, Glenn, because that's what you fucking do. No, and I knew, and I knew in the cold open prologue before those credits, I knew we were with the same old Glenn from from the from the his feature debut. Like yeah. you can feel it. Like you're uh, you're immediately it's the an hair extension. the hair on the back of your neck goes up. You're like, oh my god, we're we're getting lightning in a bottle again. Like, oh, oh my god. And I'm happy to report Glenn's zoom trigger finger is just as twitchy oh, as it ever was. You cannot fake it. There's no way there's no way you can cheat that. No one can copy it. It is so nuanced. It's like an auteur 
on the zoom lens. He is riding that zoom on every shot and he will, he will zoom into nothing. He'll zoom into an eyeball. He'll zoom into a butt. He's like a DJ scratching the (laughs) wax, but like with the zoom. Yes, Lucas. That is exactly what he's doing. I have a theory. I think, I think that what happened is the Cleopatra gang gave gave Glenn the suits. They gave Glenn the bathing suits. They cut him a check. Skin suits. They cut him a check. Yes. Glenn said, "I got to be making more in this, guys." Yep. And they said, "Well." You know, what about the editor? What about yeah. the, 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 the DP? Cut him. So Glenn's, I'll take care of it. Yep. I'll take care of it. I got it. And then it still wasn't enough. And they said, Glenn, we don't have any more money. And he said, well, you're getting two songs. Yeah, two songs. <laughs> oh, man. So Can true. we license I, yeah. some of your back I could, catalog? I could not, total- not for no more cash. No. I could totally and see that. And that's it. I could totally he see that. He shot his own movie in the off with, Cle- with Cleopatra. And we, you, you got what you got. Oh my god! I don't know, it's tough to say that. How much of Glenn's money went into this? Like, right, it seemed like quite a bit. Maybe I don't. Who know. knows? Uh, listen, we're not going to get to the bottom of that tonight. Yeah, but no. what we are going to get to the bottom of <laughs> is what happens in this movie, and it doesn't take long to explain it. <laughs> no, Death Rider rides alone, but with a woman, and he arrives at the house of the vampires the sanctuary. The sanctuary. The sanctuary he claims that the woman is a virgin or is pure. Sure. Because whatever. that's the offering to get into sanctuary. And they they refer to her as that. You bring that to us? Is that pure? It's Grandpa Glenn at his worst. And Death Rider, by the way, is portrayed by Devin Sawa, who brought some gravitas committed, to, dude. to the Very fanatic. T- totally committed. And now he's he tussled with Travolta and the fanatic, and now he's tussling with vampires and and Glenn and this. Wow, he doesn't half ass it. He takes no. risks. I mean, I was impressed, and I actually was relieved. Here's the crazy thing: I didn't even know he was in this movie. No. So in the beginning, and the cold open, I'm like, is that Dan- Danzig? I don't know where we are. And then I realized it wasn't him, and I still didn't know who it was until the credits. We do have Danny Trejo as well with some crooked fangs, and then they oh, straighten yeah. them out. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, he gets to Sanctuary, he gets in there, we meet Julian Sands, who plays the head vampire in this black lit dungeon area, which he never has to leave, by the way. Uh, he's which, seated. And, and, you, and, you know, and you know the one director note Danzig gave him was use your hands, man. Use I your just, hands. I need you to act with your hands because you got those fingernails from Angel Heart and we need to showcase them. <laughs> and Julian Sands also is no slouch. Like, he could play this head vampire role in his sleep. Oh, dude, easy. He wrote the book on it. And he's not, I mean, he's he does what he needs to do, mm-hmm. but what he needs to do is impart five sentences of information over the course of 10 minutes. Do you understand? Oh me? my God. The yeah. cyclical raga of this dialogue yeah. is hypnotizing. It's yeah. like, Brother Bishke, I see you have come to my sanctuary. You are here in sanctuary, are you not? Pause. Pause. (laughs) Zoom in on an eyeball. You've come here, and now you must enjoy the fruits of sanctuary. But be careful. You have come to sanctuary, haven't you? 
Yes, indeed you have. And then they'll zoom in on his face. And because he's a good actor, he stays in character, mm -hmm. but he gets this thousand yard stare where you just imagine Julian Sands thinking about all the choices from the 70s, 80s, 90s, 2000s, and today that led him to this blacklit dungeon. Oh, with, with a black wig, a big oh, black, wig. A black wig, looking like he's from What We Do in the Shadows. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I can't help but think of that. And the camera just holds. Like Glenn is perverse in how he just holds on these actors to just see what they'll do. And at one point, Julian Sands just reaches out and strokes a fake skull, and then brings his hand back to his face and cradles his head in his you hand. Know, it's like an... It's <laughs> he has like, a moment. He has a real moment. <laughs> he's like, he lost. It's like an S&M editing choice. Yes. It's his kink is how how yes. how long can I just linger on this and just drive you fucking wild? Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, absolutely. It's and, his kink. And it drives mm -hmm. it drives us wild. He, he you did it, Glenn. You fucking did it, man. It tickles you in a way that you've never really felt because you've never witnessed it. You've, never, no you've never been one, stuck in a theater saying, with Cut, release the 30-foot screen, and you're just like, oh, my God, this is insane. That's when I leaned over to Zach. I'm like, do the proprietors of this theater know what is unspooling on their screen right now? Because this <laughs> this has no <laughs> this is earthly a right. Theater. Yeah. To be this big, this is Candyman's uh, it house. Was in the, it was in it was in Candyman's <laughs> theater. It was huge. And and the one and the one thing I love too about about all the interiors, uh, which ninety percent of the movie oh is, my God. is all the cowboys wear cowboy hats. But here's the thing: when you're wearing a cowboy hat inside, yeah. the shadow it casts over your eyes blacks them the out. So you well, everywhere, so you cannot see anyone who's talking half the well, time. Well, and they're all wearing kerchiefs and their lav mic is buried underneath if anybody has a lav mic you it's muffled and it's clearly muffled now let's talk about the sound you guys yes the, the sound, sound is a new oh this is glenn's I, 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 new look, toy i broke character yeah. in the audience sitting next to lodge master during a, a, a saloon scene it's it's like a montage where oh, everyone's playing oh, poker man. all these hookers show up <laughs> in red garter belts and red lingerie to signify that they're like the blood donors to be eaten later mm. and and i realized like wait a second you hear the you hear the background adr murmuring yes but i'm like where's the p upright piano player where's no. where where's the it's country band where's, where's, less where's the dancing yeah where's the banjo and i lean over to lodge master i'm like it's missing a track like like they yeah, really forgot missing several to tracks. render yeah. yeah something so, so that's this saloon party is kind of the centerpiece of the whole film and it lasts throughout most of the movie there's gambling there's drinking there's murmuring in the background no words are spoken a lot of extras none of the extras are saying any words fred armison supposedly is in there somewhere, He's somewhere in that game special appearance by we saw it in the saw credits but i forgot about it by the end but there is usually no music like what a great opportunity to have like a house band that's like kind of you know out of time maybe like a little punk you have lee ving as the bartender oh, man, that's yeah. right for a minute yeah. like why don't you why don't you play with it a little bit and have like a cool house band that the burlesque dancers could dance to but no they're dancing to nothing we get zero or or 
you get this library sound effect, tinkly piano music that sounds like somebody playing piano at a JC Penny at like Christmas time. Yeah, at like the lowest decibel, like you could super the mix low. Is wild. Didn't yeah. even notice it. You hear yeah. the the production sound of the shuffling of boots on the floor. <laughs> Twice as loud, three times as loud as any music and or any extras sound miming. Like ex the extras are basically told, "Look, you can't say any lines, or we have to pay you like day players." <laughs> so just mime that you're talking, mime that They're you're not dancing. Shit. No. And yeah, all we hear is the shuffling in a library track of of ambient sound, and it's bananas. And Death Rider is kind of in this love triangle between these two ladies of the vampire house, Mina Bell and the other one, the redhead. And as he moves between their boudoirs, no music, you just hear the clunk, the bassy clunk of his actual footsteps on the soundtrack as he shuffles back and forth down the hall. It is mind boggling how little attention was put into the sound of this film. Yeah, maybe they're in the editing bay, like just blasting music while they're watching it without realizing <laughs> yes. it's not part of yes. what they're working and on. They're like, this fucking rocks. Yeah. <laughs> but they're not actually putting that track into the movie. Correct. It's just like on someone's Spotify, like Jambone speaker. And I, <laughs> and I can't believe, I can't believe that this. This was like rushed to meet like a Sundance deadline. Oh, man. Like, yeah. It feels like it was rushed, and this is like a temp cut. Yeah. But this is it, guys. This yeah. is the finished wow. film. Now, now, what's going on with the choices to make everyone speak like they're southern gentle oh folk? Oh, my God. And, you know, I do declare. Yeah, you know? the, the <laughs> Glenn's version of the Old West is like adding like, if and I reckon... Just little things like that, but everything else is just And then Julian flat. fucking Sands is is doing his, you know, his British vampire oh thing. My, but he's still saying like, if and you do stay at the sanctuary. Yeah, he's all over the place. Everybody's all over the place. Glenn. If and when none other. Glenn is keeping a very loose rein. you understand? He's keeping a very loose rein on the accents. Yeah, and it is the House of Vampires. There, every, almost everyone's a vampire. Everybody. I didn't even know Devin Saw was a was a vampire till way later because his teeth. I didn't see his teeth right away because yeah. they don't go to the close ups that you expect a movie to go to. Like he has his kerchief over his mouth for the longest time. You need a reveal to show that he also is a vampire. But no, he takes it off in a wide shot. You kind of see his fangs in a wide shot. And then you're like, well, I guess Death Rider's a vampire as well. Because midway through the movie, I think Julian Sands says, we need to find out just what he is doing here. And I think uh, I said in the theater, we all would like to yeah, know. Like yeah. To know that. yeah, that was like 30 or 40 minutes in, too. It was like, <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Our Christ. main character's here. He's brought a sacrifice. Anytime what you, is he doing here? We don't know. What does he want? No, don't I, know. No idea. Anytime <laughs> you go down to that blacklight dungeon, you know, you, you can go to the bathroom, Bishki, at that point. Yeah. You can go to sleep, Zach. I know you nodded off a little bit <laughs> at, at the end. He put me to, he he lulled me to sleep because, in the finale. He because was, he will state the same thing. He wasn't using his hands as much at the end. 20 times. 20 times. Yeah. And Grandpa Glenn shows up as bad Bathory. And it's hilarious because you can see him, you know, he's he's the maestro here. So you can see him 
moving his mouth when other people are saying their lines. You see, you know, you see him mumbling because he knows what they're going to say. And then he knows when he needs to jump in. And when he's down there with Julian Sands and Julian Sands is like, if and we need to find out what he's doing here, they go around and around in circles. And then there's like a dramatic push in on Glenn. And you think he's going to say something badass. And he's like, well, we certainly will try. <laughs> we certainly will try. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, zoom in to nothing. Yeah. Fade out. Cut. Back into another scene. Can yeah. I can I propose a maybe this is more of a crouton because there's the whole thing is so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Can I propose uh the crouton? Yeah. Salad crouton, give it to us. Salad crouton. So after our big introduction to the parlor, mm -hmm. we move yes. upstairs. Yes. Yeah, we do. To the brothel bedrooms. Well, there's mm. like a, they're in a hallway. It's a hallway. And it's, right. It's silent. It's, <laughs> it's silent. silent. It's, it's silent. silent. And we've got about, <laughs> the cowboy vampires are coupling off. Yeah, they are. In the hallway. In the hallway. And everyone's kind of doing some soft petting. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and again, there's no music. Nope. There's no real control of the sound. So it's just kind of like Which a... Which oddly makes it more unnerving than if there was it's music. It's so weird because yeah. there's a deadening quality to it yeah. all. But it makes you squirm. Yep. Then one after another, the cowboy vampires start sucking the blood of the, yes. of the uh, ladies of the night. And Glenn... <laughs> Yeah. Will zoom in on the trickling, splurting on blood. The yeah. wound. No, this, yeah. Yeah, it's like a high school drinking fountain, you know, but yes. just blood coming out of the jugular. Yeah, this is the going. new this is the new fetish because every effect that he puts in this movie, like every he repeats. Death, he repeats every all death, the way. But he'll show it for like a good 30 seconds to a minute. He's so proud of it. And it felt like it was a two for one, like because they had so many of the same kills. It was like, yeah, okay, the digi, they really the digi fire of the vampires like burning alive, like we must have got it at least so much. 10 times. So I have another 15, theory here. Yeah. yeah. So my theory here is, you know how in some movies where they're like, don't look down, and then the character looks down? Yeah. Glenn was told by the special effects team, okay, <laughs> just, you're going to want to, like, don't linger on it too long. Yeah. Be very delicate yes. with the lighting. Keep it in shadows a little bit. It'll sell, but treat it very, very delicately. And he doesn't Glenn, do delicate. Glenn basically goes, oh, I'm going to zoom the fuck in on this thing and linger. And we're going to hold. Gonna, we're going to hold. And, and, yeah. and they don't die instantly. So no. they get bit and they're still like breathing and gasping for yep. air and life. And like their throats are like, you know, inhaling and exhaling and as the, the blood pump. is you just, just, see the just little pump. pumping out. Yeah. And then when when they turn from flesh to dust... I know it's supposed to be like a poof, but it sounds like a fart. Yeah. It, when they turn, it's like... <laughs> and I don't think that was his desired result, but maybe it was. You never know where he's coming yeah. from. He, but yeah. that gushing blood, Zach, was a direct callback to the Contessa sequence yes. from Erotica. Yes, go there. And the Contessa sequence was legendary in how... Long it lingered on every single shot. And mercifully, he didn't hold on these wounds that long, 
because he had other things to get to, but you get plenty of blood spurt. You get plenty of it, if that's what you're looking for. And we get Glenn Danzig's sex scene. We're not with Glenn himself, but directed by Glenn. <laughs> you get another sex scene, which was pretty interesting. The red-haired uh, vixen character presents to Death Rider a virginal female and talks about her like she's fine wine. And she's like, oh, 18, 19 year vintage, and we shall have a drink together. And he's like, I want you to drink first and bring me my drink. So she munches on her neck and then comes over to him. They start getting down on the bed and then she lets the blood trickle out of her mouth down onto him. That was that was wild. It was wild and well done. Yeah. In the pantheon of Glenn Danzig directorial vision. It was a it was a vision, definitely. Yeah. But did you guys understand like what did Death Rider want? Like, did he want, like, I couldn't for the one. life of me understand what was going on. Well, I guess it was vengeance or something. Well, here's the thing. But even in that scene, like, did he want to sleep with her? Did he, he wanted to sleep with both of them? I think. He seemed leery of her. He was looking like, for was sanctuary, I thought. Like, I think he wanted to kill Julian Sands. Okay. Eventually. But he was going to get he his on kicks first. When we get to that final dungeon scene, which is interminably long, it is so, such, such a piece of shit on the top of the Sunday because it's so boring. It's so dull. Zach was asleep. And my ass was hurting. These these D box seats were not. We had moved into the deactivated D box seats. Usually D box moves you around and jostles you around, but for this movie, they were deactivated. We sat on them, and the cushioning is non-existent. No, it's like a dentist chair. <laughs> so we 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 suffered for our art tonight. But Julian Sands reveals an undead woman behind this curtain, and you you can tell because you zoom right in on oh, Death yeah. Rider's face. You know that he has some connection to this woman. Is it his daughter? Is it his wife? I thought it was his wife. And Julian Sands triumphantly says. It's your sister. <laughs> what? Sister? Give your sister a big hug. And she's like, Death Rider, hold me. <gasps> sister? Uh, what a weird choice, Glenn. Yeah. Uh, it, that's the weirdest choice you could make there. Sister. And so I think he's seeking vengeance for his sister. I that guess. is revealed with five, ten minutes left in the film. I know, but I'm still confused because he's the Death Rider himself is a vampire, right? So, well, like, was was he like a vampire and was cool with with the Count, and then all of a sudden, like, the Count killed his sister, and he's like, "Hey, I'm not cool anymore. You can't." I, well, he just, says that himself, doesn't he? But the he says, like, "I myself am a vampire." <laughs> But he kills his sister. Then, <laughs> but too. not. But he uh, kills his sister. Kill you. He yeah. kills his sister without a second thought. And this right. is what frustrates yeah. me: is that Glenn knows all the backstories to this. Like he knows all it's the motivations. Probably based on a fucking graphic novel, ten yeah. volume like, graphic I novel. I guarantee yeah. you, he has pages and pages of like why they're all doing this. But he didn't. <laughs> he didn't like photograph any. Of he didn't it. clue us in. He did not tell us. He expects us to read the graphic novel components to this, or he's got to be at the Q and A because I remember at the last Q and A, yes. he gave us info that right. really tied it he together. Went, that, the that, insider that, intel. Yeah, that would never be on screen. Yeah, we don't know. We don't. We, all we know is that Death Rider rides alone, but with a lady. Because I kept 
thinking Danny Trejo is going to show up at the end. No, nope. be- because in the Just cold open, player. yeah, he they yeah. tied him up, but you never see him die. And then I was like, oh, they don't have the effects to kill him, but then they have the effects to kill everyone else. So Eli like, Roth sure shows up. Yeah. He's having a great time. Dude, he, he knows exactly it. what's he going on. Yeah. No, he, he loves he loves these kind of movies. <laughs> uh, we I miss Fred Armisen. I did not see him on screen. I did see him. You saw him? Yeah. He, he was, was credited as the vampire gunslinger. <laughs> yeah. That I do I not recall. It was pretty early on, but it was, <laughs> I could barely make him out, but I think I did see him. Yeah. Danzig, there's like a shootout. Yeah. And Danzig is in a shootout with Devin Sawa and, and this other guy and then every then Devin Sawa's just shooting silver bullets into everyone. Yeah. But then Danzig just disappears from that scene. He's just gone. Yeah. He and runs then I was away. like, and I was like, did he die? Nope. And then nope. He shows up at the end with uh, some digi. It's a cliffhanger. They're, yeah. they're leaving it open for a sequel. Uh, I was just yeah. asleep for that. Bad battery will return. <laughs> Zach was asleep. I rubbed off on him finally. I, oh. I leaned over and I was like. It's doubtful Fred Armisen's going to show up. And Zach was like, Because, <laughs> 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 yeah, there were a couple scenes, yeah, where, where Devin Saw was like asleep on his bed with so his I'm hat s- pulled down and they would like wake him up. And, you know, he was like, <laughs> I'm sorry, did Bad Bathory. <laughs> Bad Bathory turned just, into a bat. Is no, what oh, I wish he just I watched wish. the Bat Bathory. Was that- he watches Ooh. Death Rider right away? Ooh. Death Rider takes uh, one of the bar ladies with him on the horse when he leaves. He just says, right, "You're coming I with saw. me." And then he ru- they they shoot Off he goes. They shoot him as if he's riding on the horse with fake horse ears in f- like out of focus in front of the camera. And it um it like almost makes you puke the way they shoot this because the camera is jostling around so much to try to make this illusion of uh, horse riding close up, and then Bad Bathory and the redheaded lady stand kind of on a rock as they watch them ride by very close by by the way, and she says something like "You bet your fangs will get you," and then these digital bats fly behind them. Now I had a question. About the uh, the redheaded vixen. Yes, there's a shot after the final Julian Sands um, uh, mano a mano. Yeah, it's just a close up. And last we left the vixen, she she had she was uh, silver knifed. Yep, and was on her way to death's door. Bad Bathory removes the knife from her. Oh, do they reveal that it's him? Yes, because uh, yeah. I, I think I must have only been awake for half the the shot. It, well, they it don't was so long. Reveal it, but said, you oh, see his thank hand. You, lover. Yeah. She what calls him lover at the end it, too. It, it's, it's, his glo- okay. it's his gloved hand. Yeah, okay. yeah. it can thank get you very guys. confusing. And you know what's interesting is I knew Glenn Danzig really love that redheaded vixen because her character I think had the most screen time or it yeah. felt By like she had, mm-hmm. she had the best scenes or something I mean he really the camera and loved she her. had the most agency of any female yes. in the film or in his entire history of anything that he's he has yeah. ever in filmed. the Danzig canon yes <laughs> in, the, in the in the DZU <laughs> <laughs> DZ extended universe oh my god well <sighs> Let's go with them Death Rider bones. I can feel it in the bones. Who do I start with on this one? Zach, I you set sh- the tone here. Oh, I mean, you know, what to do with this? <laughs> I just, do? you know. It's a curiosity. You know, like on one hand, I feel like this movie, he there was a lot more money for some things. Yep. And yet. 
we didn't really leave more than a few rooms no, the whole movie. No. The we, house of the vampires was very constrained. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it just, it oh, the whole thing felt rushed. Yeah. And is it weird to say it felt rushed in a way that Veronica didn't? <laughs> that's a that's a tough that's a tough statement to back up. Uh, um, but mainly like in the script phase, like this is I don't know what this screenplay looks like. You could you could print it out on ten pages. I agree. Danzig is fully emboldened, di- digging deeper into his instincts. He's digging his spurs in, yeah. But I do think that the people around him, I could sense at times, kind of were in on the joke. A Eli bit. Roth was for yeah. sure. So Danzig, there were some zooms where I was like, oh, he knows this is ridiculous now. But it's still it's unclear. Tough. He's still so inept half the time. Yeah. So there is a lot of enjoyment to be found. I think it's still pure. I think this is still pure. Okay. I'm yeah. really wrestling with this because like I re- I'm realizing being in Danzig's presence for Veronica, mm-hmm. being around the the Cleopatra Entertainment DJ, house DJ. There's added value there. Yeah. That definitely just got me in such a euphoric state. Yeah. I, I, I almost was there just to be net side by side with you guys in a theater again. Yeah. <laughs> you know, completely by surprise. I can't recommend that anyone visit this. And no, I, I, no. Unlike Veronica, I don't even think a midnight screening at home would yield anything. It would yield sleep. But I do want to thank it for existing. So <laughs> I guess I give it a bone. One bone mm, from Brother This is not Veronica, gentlemen. But 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 this was a good time. It was a. It was probably the most I've ever enjoyed a one bone movie. I'll I think that. that's fair, Zach. I think yeah. that's fair. Brother Bishke, I have no idea what you're going to do here. Well, I mean, lightning strikes twice. This is <laughs> silver bullet in a bottle. Um, you go from just boredom yeah. to to just outrageous laughter yeah. so many times in this movie. Hairpin turns. Um, like when we first get into the dialogue and I was just like, I think he's lost. I don't think he's got the time. <laughs> But then he's down for the count. We get into that saloon, and there's no music in the background, and you hear all the little shufflings around. You can't the prepare set. for that. You can't prepare yeah. yourself for that. There's and nothing. Like, and I was like, no, Glenn's back, he's and back. and he's got he's got a new arsenal of ineptitude. Um, so I was pretty tickled, and if we had a theater oh. full and Glenn yeah. talked afterwards, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Like that's a bone bump. That's at least the a bone. Theater bump. would have been losing their minds at this movie. I mean, we had four people in there, and yeah. we, and we got some, some laughter. coughs and some laughs and some laughs. But it's controversial. Uh oh. That uh, I would give it the same as Veronica. What was that? I think two and a half. <laughs> did wow. I go? Did I go four wow. with Veronica? Above oh. the father. I, you, I think you went three and a half. I went three and a half. Wow. Yeah. wow. But look, I. I laughed a lot. I can't recommend oh. it to anyone. No. But the no. fact that he is on a tour of whatever he's doing. Yeah. And it's <laughs> and it's like and he's kind of self-aware, but it's so bizarre yeah. in his zooms and his cuts and his fade everything. Outs. And his fade outs. Like, I'm gonna give it two and a half. And, two and, and wow. I'm, I'm just gonna 
<laughs> I'm just gonna say wow. <laughs> he might be like you know oh. he might be. Um, he's one of the most interesting filmmakers working today. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I will give you that. That is 100 percent accurate statement. Oh man. Yeah. I'm interested. He is one of the most oh. interesting filmmakers working today. Oh. God, struggling to breathe. Oh, God. Luke, <laughs> Lucas, sweet, dear Lucas. Oh, man. What are you going to do? Well, what are you going to yeah. do? You stayed awake, well, dude. The the legendary Schlockmeister Edward, wherever he is, is smiling down upon us tonight. Oh, in this He's line. doing more than smiling. Yeah, yeah this, this is a singular experience and i can't believe i'm becoming an expert on glenn danzig <laughs> feature films right who knew um the big the big takeaway from tonight compared to uh virotica is, <laughs> is, Veronica. is that the the former film definitely felt like pornography yes. it didn't feel cohesive it was like red shoe diaries meets you know tales from the crypt or something but on no budget like on a, on like a college budget um, whereas this movie tonight distinctly felt like a film, like this absolutely was striving <laughs> for for it's, something it's bigger. Threatened to be pornography <laughs> like, many times. Well, yeah. no, I mean, look. Here, here's a, a note to all you directors out there: if you open your movie with tits, you've got the audience in the palm of your hand. Like yeah. you got them eating out of the palm of your hand because yeah. nobody, you know, ever is expecting that. Especially five, especially, five minutes worth. And, and I, especially in 2021. Oh like, man. what are you doing, Glenn? I yeah. knew we were in store for nudity, but not that abruptly. Not and, not, like that. and not that unceremoniously. Like it, Very it was, un... It, that's what it is. And, and it wasn't shot well. It was just, it was like Badly blurry. shot, unceremonious. Way, shit would go in and out of focus, and I wasn't sure if it was the projector or we didn't even movie. talk about the focus <laughs> oh, but, it, oh. but definitely danzig was using the camera himself um but having said all that you know it's funny i don't remember him acting in his first film so, i don't think he was in veronica so. no, okay I gotcha so. i thought maybe he was a spider or he was like in makeup you feel or something. his presence throughout but i don't think okay. he actually uh Got appears. It. that's interesting because i can't remember and that, i think that might have worked then but in this movie he shows up looking, he's a main character looking like jack black's you know crazy older brother who survived jack vietnam white. jack white excuse me thank you yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> and and when we were when i was jack black white yeah and when i was watching him as as, as this uh what was his name bella bad bathory bad, bad bathory, bathory. I was like, Bad oh man, I just I just had this light bulb kind of moment, million dollar idea. Oh. Where where Glenn Danzig should be the villain in one final San Francisco set Dirty Harry movie with Clint Eastwood, like Whoa, Crime Macho, yeah, like the two yeah. the two of these old guys going head to head. He was Clinton it up in the Because he was so Clinted up. Yeah. Um I, I, I just wish two things. Mm. One two notes. Two big notes. <laughs> You 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 cut ten or fifteen minutes out by just trimming all the scenes, right? Like keep all the scenes you have, but just trim. My them. fingers were constantly editing these. Just scenes, trim. Right? Just get in. Just get in uh, late and get out early. And then two, I want at least ten or twelve original composed song yes. tracks. Mm. Because honestly, when I was watching this, I was like, you know, what'd be interesting. Do it live! I'll write it and we'll do it live! Is if this movie was silent, right? 
like where mm-hmm. where it was yeah. just music, yes. and, and maybe you have a couple lines of dialogue with title cards. Easily, it could easily like be the that. Great yeah. Train Robbery or something. Because, Make it seventy nine minutes because you don't need to hear what they're saying. You know what I mean? Fuck like no. you're right. Like it's not you don't come to these movies to hear That's funny witty one liners. Yeah, a hindrance. And even at the end, when Devin Saw was like shooting the silver bullets and and giving off one liners, they're so cliched and trite and stale. You've heard it a million times. Now having said all that, I can't believe I'm going to say this. Whoa. I have to give this more of a rating than the last time because the the ingredients are there. Like this, this is actually an elevated <laughs> genre piece. You know, <laughs> cowboys and vampires. Don't argue with him, like, guys. Like from dust till dawn meets bone tomahawk or something. But unfortunately, he's he's not quite there yet. But he's getting there. He's so I'm gonna also there. like brother Zach throw him a bone. I'm gonna give him one, one bone, for bone this. from the hothead wow. is wow like three bones from an average citizen. Like that I, I was is- shocked. Crazy. I was genuinely shocked, but but he cast real actors in some parts, you in know, like, some parts. Like, like, like Julian Sands and Devin Sawa. And, you know, uh, there were some cool cameos. So I was just like, wow, you're, you're getting it. I love that you threw it a bone. Guys, I just want to say with your with your get in, get out, get in, get out. If you get in and you get out. <laughs> There's it's, no movie. There's no dance <laughs> movie, and I got it's, news for you. It's a 30-minute This minute thing show. is 30 minutes tops. Tops. Yeah, yeah. Tops. Yeah. Tops. It's, there's no getting in and getting out. No. But half no. the laughs come from the fact that he doesn't get out. That's he just, true. He just uh, holds on Julian Sands. Yeah, this is it. why the two of you aren't producing this man's work. We, this is why we can't get jobs with Cleopatra Entertainment, no matter how hard we try. We get rejected every time. Glenn yeah. Danzig is the maestro of the gays. He, he holds... <laughs> Holds the gaze. He holds gaze. the, the Danzigian gaze. <laughs> oh my god! Now I th- actually think that if you guys titled the episodes with a with a name other yeah. than the title of the film, the Danzigian gaze. I think yeah. it's, it's haunting. It's, it's haunting. That's what this would be called. I'm not Zoom, gonna. I'm not. Fade. I'm not gonna belabor my bones. It's a one bone film. I'm throwing it one. <sighs> Single bone, but there's a lot that goes into that bone. There's a lot of calcium in that bone. There's also a lot of rot in that bone. But the rot is part of what holds it together in the end. And Lucas, again, brilliant rewrite of sorts, (laughs) making it a silent film. What a beautiful concept with some fucking kick-ass Danzig original Western tinged whiskey breath songs. Yeah. Yeah. What that would actually get actual respect from from some people. Some some corners <laughs> of this sub 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 genre niche. But alas, he forgot to soundtrack his own movie. But that's part of the beauty of it as well. Again, I can't believe that we honestly, full-throatedly say we cannot recommend this to anyone. I cannot recommend no, this no way. to anyone. No, it's not 2021 ah, compliant. To but, anyone. Non-2021 Yeah, but you could make an edit of it that you could very well recommend. But I wouldn't recommend that either no, because that, that doesn't be, matter. That's no, what I'm saying. You no. edit this and it loses everything. The only way to see it is at in the theater at at the Van Nuys <laughs> Plant Theater on the last show of its humble oh. existence with you guys. Oh. That's the only way. Yeah, it's not going to play any other way, mm. and that's what makes it special as well. Oh, so yeah. that's that's all that goes into this one 
little bone. You know, the world is, a, it, it's really messed up out there right now. And I'll just say this. I don't need much more encouragement <laughs> to make it another year. Yeah. Than the thought of being with you guys. Yes. For a Cleopatra Entertainment yeah. Presents. We need it. Glenn we need Danzig it. Premiere. Dude, we got to get some shirts for Cleopatra Surrounded Entertainment. Surrounded in a full house to uh, see his next film. We need it. Can everyone just get the fucking jab so we can watch the next Glenn Danzig all surrounded oh, yeah. by each other? Please. Yes. We got to have it. Please, want, let's go. Hundreds of thousands of Danzig fans oh. were the descending upon the theater God, I just for his need one next more tale. night yeah. one more Cleopatra night of the Danzigian gaze let's hold on to that thought the to that dream the trilogy will happen it oh. has to happen I whether will, it's I death rider make, make it so whether it's bad Bathory's further adventures oh, I hope. we gotta have it we I, gotta have I it pray boys <laughs> it's a long it's a long ride back yeah for all of us <laughs> And we Back. ride alone, but we rode together tonight, and I couldn't be happier with this one bone film. Oh, Same. my God. Love and light to you guys. Love and light to Glenn Danzig. May you oh. never change. Yeah. Don't change, Glenn. Love and light, Stay silver. What did Death Rider want?